Hey, how's it going, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Supermercado Bros Video Game Music Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Today, it's another example of deja vu, right? I can't believe we haven't done this episode, but we're focusing on the soundtrack to The Secret of Monkey Island, one of our all-time favorite video games and favorite game soundtracks. This is something that we grew up with loving, and it makes sense that we yeah. would have this feeling because, you know, we've done an episode on pirate music, we've done computer adventure music, games, LucasArts adventure games. We've done almost everything except focus just on this game. Right. And last week, as you guys may have seen on social media, we did make a post that it was going to be Monkey Island 1 and 2, we made the decision that we're going to separate it out and have specific episodes on each of these soundtracks. So this week, we're going to be focusing on Monkey Island 1, and next week, we're going to be focusing on Monkey Island 2. So a two-week doubleheader. Exactly. Yeah, we've been fortunate enough to interview uh, LucasArts veteran composer Peter McConnell multiple times in the past, and he was Mm -hmm. one of the individuals who worked on Monkey Island 2, LeChuck's Revenge. But this soundtrack to the original game, The Secret of Monkey Island, was entirely composed by Michael Land, who is a very interesting composer, and I think he's really one of the great melodists in all of video games. I definitely think he writes, I will put it, hands down, the best melodies in all of Western video game music. I think he's just just outstanding i mean the themes um the main theme to monkey island and particularly what we're playing in with what you're hearing is uh the uh special edition version of lechuck's theme who's the main villain and i mean i think this is one of the best great as any iconic film theme i mean the only thing that is sad about that is that this is a person who has kind of um, moved into obscurity has has right. basically stopped composing for video games. No one really has heard from him for for a number of years. He's an amazing composer, uh, and it's just a little bit sad that he's not still active. But in any case, we're still going to celebrate this music today. Um, and so it was actually Will's idea to kind of change it up and go from doing uh, Monkey Island one and two episode to actually focusing on just Secret of Monkey Island today, and then next week Monkey Island two. Well, because as we were listening back to these soundtracks, it just, it feels unfair and sacrilegious to have to condense them both into one episode because they're such incredible soundtracks. Well, and and also for us, they're soundtracks that are some of the most meaningful and like beloved video game music of our entire lives. Yeah. And it's stuff that we've played so much of it before in various contexts. So I didn't feel like there was a lot of validity to just picking, you know, the eight best tracks from both games because it all had, it all would be things we've played before. This way we get to go through in this, in the case of Monkey Island, pretty much the entire soundtrack. And in the case of Monkey Island 2, a good deal of the soundtrack. And we'll get to definitely spotlight on pieces that we've never played before. And I'm really excited about that because yeah, these are just wall to wall soundtracks packed with amazing music. What you guys heard was the LeChuck's theme from the special edition. We're going to be doing a smattering today of a few different versions of The Secret of Monkey Island. Most of it is going to actually be the version that I think most people are familiar with. It's the CD version that came out in the 90s, which featured 90s. It's a little bit better than general MIDI. It's like 90s virtual instrument sounds, um, and it is Red Book audio. So that's where we're going to play for most of the soundtrack. But we're also going to have some examples of the special edition version as well as, I think, a few Sound Blaster. So let's start things off with the main theme. It's called Opening Themes of The Secret of Monkey Island, composed by Michael Land. This is going to be from the CD version. Let's check it out. 
guys just listened to the main theme of the entire series. This is opening themes of The Secret of Monkey Island, composed by Michael Land, legendary Western composer. He really came up with the sound of this series. It's this wonderful combination of reggae meets Caribbean meets folk music meets classical, uh, all rolled into one. Uh, Very swashbuckling, very exciting, and just very timeless. It reminds me of a lot of classic 80s film scores. It's just a theme that really lets you know that this is going to be an engaging world in a world that uh, is kind of addicting to go back to. Uh, just really sets the stage. What what I like about it is that it kind of plays the straight man. It's it's this is a very funny and silly series of games, but this music um, is definitely taking it very seriously. Yeah, there's so many amazing things about what Michael Land is doing here. Uh, I completely agree with you, Carl, about the blending of genres because the theme itself almost sounds seafaring, and it sounds mm-hmm. like a swashbuckling old film theme in terms of that. It, it's quasi modal, you know, in terms of the harmonies, and it has kind of that. Yeah, it does sound a lot like film music, but it has the rhythmic elements of latin music um particularly Mm -hmm. music from jamaica and there's also like this kind of calypso rhythm around this theme and the presentation of it is so unique you know it's the mixture of uh genres there that it's it's the distinct style of monkey island because it's not just reggae no one would just listen to this piece and say like oh yeah that's prototypical reggae music but it also doesn't exactly sound like film music because it's not entirely orchestral or anything. Well, that creative fusion of genres is something that you hear in a lot of great video game music, where it's like five different genres that have really never come together before this, but it still feels natural and timeless. Because, yeah, you're right. You're hearing traces of reggae, hearing traces of Latin music, calypso music. You're also hearing a lot of kind of European classical influence as well, and folk and and pirate shanties, and all rolled into this one sound. Uh, And it was just a brilliant choice, and such a consistent uh, musical tone throughout the the entire series. If we if we focus on you know we what's what's funny is we have done an episode on Monkey Island three and four uh, right. a couple years ago, and if you listen to the sound of of those games, they really continued what was established in this first game. Very swashbuckling, a lot of minor key harmonic minor key pieces, uh, just just wonderful melodies wonderful music what's beautiful so much about uh this theme too is it manages to feel swashbuckling but it's not a cliche i can't explain mm-hmm. it like if i were to think of a sea shanty or something i would think of something in six eight that would be you right. know like yo ho yo ho and you do get some splashes of that kind of thing but it's more just the emotional character of the theme feels heroic particularly i love that b section that could more be hopeful great, optimistic you know that's the theme almost for the character of Guybrush. you know that's the theme for kind of this idealized uh, old-fashioned, almost corn gold type hero or something. So what you guys just heard was happening during the opening credits and immediately after uh, you're thrust into the story. And so let's take a listen to the introduction theme. And for this, we're going to go to the Sound Blaster. Let's take a listen to the introduction.
You guys listening to the introduction, a very short and sweet piece of music composed by Michael Land from The Secret of Monkey Island. This is the Sound Blaster version, which was the version that we grew up playing, uh, Will, Marty, and myself, uh, in the 90s on our old computer. And so this version is very nostalgic, very charming to us, and maybe not to a lot of others. I think this is a version that I know the composers weren't the biggest fan of. They definitely preferred uh, the more advanced uh, audio engines of the time, such as like the Roland MP32. Uh, so this was a version that uh, we definitely have nostalgia goggles for, but what a great piece of music. It's such a nice change of pace from the main theme. It's very relaxed, and it lets you know that, oh, okay, this is going to be a relaxing game, a very fun game, and it's in some ways not going to take itself too seriously. Well, yeah, it, it captures the, the plucky... Uh, you know, wide-eyed adventurer that is the protagonist of the series, Guybrush Threepwood, who's this kind of incompetent <laughs> buffoon who wants to be a pirate. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of a squeaky clean, uh, you know, little nerdy guy. <laughs> um, and yeah, he, he has is. the name Guybrush Threepwood. I mean, the, the do you know humor what that, is so self-evident. Well, do you remember what the name Guybrush came from? I think it was like when when they were designing the game the, on the program they were making like the sprites or the art on he just typed in he didn't have a name so he typed in guy and it was like dot brush was like the file I want to say wow. and so it was guy dot brush and then that just stuck I'm pretty sure it was something like that that's amazing a, mm-hmm. a made up name but it's so it's such a goofy name and it sounds kind of fittingly old fashioned just yeah. like a sissy uh, but what I love about this music it's so optimistic and, and cheery and it's the perfect introduction to that character because right. when you really think about it not not to take it too seriously but you know pirates are are not very sympathetic folk they're kind of these horrible villains so someone they play that up on you meet this this character that says like i want to be a pirate but it has this innocent sounding music you know this guy's completely unthreatening and even the way he interacts with uh, the dialogue between this kind of almost senile old lookout and everything like you can just tell it's almost like it's almost like a 15 year old saying i want to be a rock star it's like oh that's cute you know right yeah totally it's the same energy and he's even wearing this goofy shirt it's kind of like the jerry sign Seinfeld puffy, puffy shirt, shirt. and it has like these buttons on it and it, he just he, he doesn't well, now, look anything like a pirate <laughs> well now we're gonna play a very short jingle and this is a jingle that you hear four times in the game this is the chapter screen theme and it's just about 10 seconds and every the game is divided into four different chapters and so you hear this every time you start a new chapter it's very brief we'll just take a listen and discuss it great example of Michael Land's melodic style even in those little jingles those little cues uh, so catchy one of the most catchy melodies of the whole game this could be something that he could have expanded on and turned this into uh, I would have loved to maybe to hear this come back later in the game but to hear like a bridge section of it or like a B section just a just a great theme that just it always got me very excited for the next chapter. Completely. I love the chord progression here too. It's almost, it sounds almost like a Beatles chord progression, huh. you know, where it starts on the major one and then we have flat seven, flat six, but then it goes to this, like the four chord that it sort of resolves to, mm-hmm. uh, but then it doesn't ever resolve back to the one in th- There's something really effective about that, that it, it makes you in the same, that's a similar technique 
that a lot of old uh, radio singles, a lot of old pop songs would do to kind of encourage you subliminally to keep listening. It yeah, wouldn't give absolutely. you that satisfying cadence. Well, it shouldn't, I think be, it's amazing. it shouldn't be necessarily a resolution because you're just starting this chapter, you know? So it feels yeah, totally. like the beginning of something. But it's also, it has this earnestness to it and it's fun and exciting. And yeah, yeah. I, I think this is just one of the great little jingles and a really distinct melodic character. It, it is reminiscent, I guess, of some of the other themes and some of the kind of rhythmic styles of the series but it's a distinct melody all in its own and it's only 10 seconds long i mean that's really that's like a film level motive you know something that you can hear in three seconds and it's identifiable well let's now move on to uh the first thing you the first piece of music you hear when you're actually starting uh the game when you're you're able to play as Guybrush, uh, you're introduced to this island, Melee Island, and the first establishment that you come across is the Scum Bar, where you meet some very rough and rowdy pirates. Let's take a listen to the Scum Bar. listening to the scum bar another very short piece of music very catchy continuing uh the the tone in some ways that we got from the main theme very swashbuckling we have this kind of classical minor key jig in a way uh but you have that reggae backbeat and it's just so fitting there's a sense of humor that is kind of contrasted to the music in some ways because again i think this music is really taking it seriously but what's happening in the scum bar is absolutely hilarious there's totally. so many jokes going on here this is where you meet the the three pirate leaders the pirate the the men of low moral fiber uh who kind of tell you a little bit about how you're going to be a pirate and let you know what kind of your objectives are the um, three there's trials also, there's also some some fun in jokes with the guy who's talking about loom which <laughs> was a previous lucas arts adventure game uh so yeah i think this music does a wonderful job of playing the straight man and letting the jokes uh maybe surprise you even more yeah this game was um mostly designed by ron gilbert he was the creator and the dialogue was written by ron gilbert and tim schaefer right um tim schaefer has clearly gone on to a wonderful career you know started double fine games and made a lot of successful and some unsuccessful but acclaimed titles Mm -hmm. uh but the humor in monkey island is really unparalleled i think in video games and one of the genius things that ron Gilbert did I think is he managed to integrate humor into the gameplay itself not just in the dialogue which is funny but all of this meta humor you know you toggle your cursor over a character and it says look at and then the name of 
how it describes that scenario there's often mm. jokes you know it's like it's making fun of the very nature of playing video games right. and for something this old when the technology was so primitive it just adds this other level of comedy i mean there's this classic mm-hmm. joke that i think carl and i have maybe mentioned before but if you go in a certain spot in the forest and try to climb through a hole oh in this, my like, gosh tree that's knot, one of my favorite jokes <laughs> there's this joke it says please insert disc two and then you click on it please insert disc four no i I thought it, I thought yeah it doesn't it go really high like disc like yeah eventually it keeps going all the way to like disc 234 but it's like so making funny. fun of the fact that video games at that time had multiple discs and they copied the exact formatting of exactly you know, when you had to insert another side of a disc it's like well there's well, so many so great clever. jokes in this series like in monkey island too there's there's this phone near the end of the game and you call and it's like lucas arts support line <laughs> it's the lucas arts hotline yeah, oh my god it's so great okay so guys we're gonna move on to this week's track of the week uh you've already heard it (laughs) at the top we're gonna play it again it's the little chucks theme uh we are going to play the version uh we didn't mention that but but uh you guys could probably hear the scum bar we just played was sound blaster as well we're gonna go to the cd red book version for this lechuck's theme uh this is probably my favorite version of this it just feels like really comfortable and classic and just conveying the ideas uh really well let's take a listen to lechuck's theme One of the best video game melodies of all time. This is LeChuck's theme, composed by Michael Land. This is from the computer game The Secret of Monkey Island, which we absolutely adored. Our cousin Bo was the first person to, to bring it over and to install it on our old computer, and we, I think, definitely all fell in love with it for sure. Might have been a few years later that Will was able to play it because he was quite a bit younger. Uh, I don't even know if you were born the first time uh, Bo came over and, and uh, showed this to us, but eventually, once you got old enough, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I definitely wasn't alive when you guys were introduced to this, but I grew up right. with Monkey Island. And this is one of the first games I ever played. It was nice. We still had a lot of those old computers around. I remember for a while we had our old computer upstairs mm-hmm. uh, when we had moved on to at least one or two. Uh, generations of newer machines and so yeah you still had this uh this old we still had this old computer around that you were able to play these classic games with and then eventually scum vm uh came out and you were able to to play these even more going forward so uh yeah let's talk a little bit about maybe what is unique about this piece of music i think the melody is perfect for the character because it's threatening but it's kind of this big joke right and that's kind of what lechuck is he's actually kind of a total screw-up he's not very good at being a villain and he just can't seem to he just i don't know has kind of bad luck and so 
He's threatening and scary, but at the same time, he's just kind of a big joke. Yeah, and in this game, he's a ghost pirate. So mm-hmm. uh, he he he's, um he resides on this ghost ship floating underground on a river of lava and everything. Right. Uh, but the theme is so threatening, and and what makes it particularly villainous is uh, one of the principal non harmonic tones. Well, I guess it's a harmonic tone, but it's a non diatonic tone. Da, 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 which actually, it's like the um, third scale degree in uh, secondary dominant. The the piece is in G minor. And then it goes to A major with the you know dominant seventh, and so it uses that dissonant tone da, 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 um, as kind of a chord tone. It, so it's a it's a pretty simple chord progression, but there's so much character to the melodic contour, and it's unlike anything I've ever heard before. It's so distinct. I can't think of another melody. The other thing that's so unique about so much of this Monkey Island music, it's like all in four. You know, Carl talked about <laughs> yeah. it being like a jig or sounding like an old jig, but so much of that old dance music are in compound meters like six eight you know and we do have you know uh, a shuffle later on that does kind of do that but most of this music's in four four and it's all retaining that like calypso reggae latin music sound but it's such a perfect marriage of this almost classical folk-like melody with these more latin rhythms it's it's two genres it's like european folk music and you know latin american rhythms but it's Mm -hmm. such a perfect marriage and i've never heard that combination outside of monkey island and there's no way that anyone could have done it better than michael land here let's move on to a piece of music we're gonna play the special edition version here this is so cool yeah this is following the shopkeeper uh it, it has a very strong reggae groove and i think my favorite thing about this piece of music is that the main melody is on the bass so it's basically all about this really cool funky bass line and that groove is is really just putting you in the mood this is a section of the game a pretty funny section of the game where you have to follow the shopkeeper throughout throughout melee island to try to find the sword master and one of the running jokes of this game is if uh if you mess up or if you lose track of him or you need to try it again you basically can can go back to him and do it like an infinite number of times and they kind of wink at that like i guess i could go back there again one more time (laughs) but then you can keep doing it forever it's it's pretty fun So let's take a listen to this very groovy track, Following the Shopkeeper. Listening to Following the Shopkeeper from the Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition. What's amazing about this piece of music 
is that the melody is in the bass, in this case, upright bass, but it's an equally catchy and memorable tune as all of the other pieces that we've heard so far today. But it so works in that bass register. I mean, I think it communicates the kind of mystery, and it's also just fantastic for the gameplay. But it sets it apart from, I think, the other pieces in the game. It's so cool. Oh, man, I just adore this this track. And there's another kind of use of this melody that we're going to hear in a different version later on, because this music sort of seeks into what happens when you're in uh, the forest. Because when you're following the shopkeeper, you start off in his shop, you know, (laughs) fittingly enough, and you have to kind of follow him through the city all the way out into the woods. It's kind of a tricky part of the game, because if you get too close, he'll catch you. So you kind of have to just barely... Um, follow him and you see you know some of the secret passages that he has to take in the woods and everything so this this music also captures the sort of mysterious forest idea you know I'm looking at the um, the dates here and although the game was originally released in 1990 uh, so so Michael wrote this music uh, via MIDI and so I think the first version that people heard was probably the Sound Blaster version, or maybe even worse than that, if, if their sound card was worse at the time. But I think it was two years later, in 1992, when they came out with the CD-ROM version, and that was actually when that uh, Red Book soundtrack was, was done. So yeah, it's all the way back in 1992. Uh, pretty crazy. And then uh, the special edition... So yeah, the special edition was in some ways long overdue. This right. game was also released on a lot of other platforms, such as the Amiga Uh, But yeah, it's such a unique piece of music. Let's move on. We're now going to move on to a piece of music that you hear... it's kind of like the the map theme of Melee Island. Uh, there's basically two sections of Melee Island. You can go to kind of the town uh, where the scum bar is and where the voodoo lady and the church and the shopkeeper. But you can also um, just kind of explore the more desolate areas of the island. Um, and this is the theme that plays over that map. Let's take a listen to Melee Island. <laughs> listening to Melee Island. Forgot to mention, but this is clearly also the special edition you're you're hearing here. Uh, And the special edition uh, was released for PC, iPhone, uh, as well as Xbox 360 and PS3 in 2009. I'm actually definitely more of a fan of what they were able to do with Monkey Island 2 special edition soundtrack. I think the the special edition of the of this first game is definitely nice, um, but I don't I don't think it's it's uh it's it ha- I have some issues with it. I guess the, the, I th- I think the Monkey Island Two special edition sounds really really good. 
I think similar things about the game in general, like the, right. the interface and the animation and everything was definitely improved in the second game. They almost need to do a Monkey Island special, special edition. Special, special. Um, yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's not great. my I think, I love definitive the music. version to I, play. I like what they, they do with it, and a lot of it is very faithful to kind of the CD version. So, I mean, it's very similar mm-hmm. arrangements. Some of it definitely does feel like it could be the definitive track, but some, some of, of it also... Um, like for instance, LeChuck's theme. There are just some slides on the trombone and everything, that just I don't know. It, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like the first version that I would want to show somebody. For sure. Let's now move on to the Voodoo Shop, which is basically the theme of the Voodoo Lady, a very dark and demonic theme, and such a fun character. One of the most important characters of the whole series. Let's take a listen to the Voodoo Shop, also from the special edition. great arrangement of this theme you guys listening to the voodoo shop special edition version this is composed by michael land and there's a little bit of mystery uh with the crediting because i think it was a couple years later and it might have been on the original credits of the game there wasn't there is another name added uh patrick mundy who i don't really know anything about and so i'm not sure what his contributions were to the score if it was um uh, you know what? I could see him doing some of the more ambient pieces, like maybe even like the Monkey Island map theme. Mm. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to know, but he is another person credited uh, for composition. So it's also possible that that he composed things that that didn't make it in the game. But uh, well, the other thing is, I'm pretty sure in the very first version of the game, there wasn't necessarily music in the Voodoo Shop and in um, the stands previously owned vessels. Like, because uh, there, there's not a Sound Blaster version of the Stands thing. That's true. The Stands theme was created for the CD soundtrack. So I'm not sure about the it was that Voodoo version. guy who wrote it. Yeah, I could see that. I could see him him writing that Stands theme. Uh, this is definitely Michael Land. No yeah, question all, about all it. Yeah, all the primary <laughs> themes are Michael Land, for sure. Such a great piece of music. Again, it has that strong reggae groove. The tempo is, is very slow on this one. It's probably the slowest reggae groove uh, of this score. And it has such an iconic bass line. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a type of bass pattern that he revisits in uh, the Monkey Island 2 voodoo theme, which kind of feels like the sister piece to this. Totally. Yeah, I love this one. And I, I love how they arranged it, you know, on the special edition version where you have the flutes doing the kind of offbeats. That's so cool. Yeah, and I really love the kind of little ornamented melody. Yeah, it has a great mood. And when you think of the location 
in the game how it's the it's basically just two screens you come in and it's very dark and you start to hear the music and you walk over and the camera sort of pans over to the voodoo lady she's this sort of um larger woman sitting over a cauldron with mysterious green liquid. such a great yeah. character all right well let's move on to Guybrush and Elaine this is the romance theme we've played this so much on the podcast feels like very recently we've played this uh so maybe we don't need to say a whole bunch about this today but this is Guybrush and Elaine uh, this is the special edition version as well. Here we go. guys listening to Guybrush and Elaine, this is a really cool arrangement. Probably one of my favorite special edition arrangements. Uh, it adds a lot. You know, having the real performance is is really wonderful. And I feel like it's it's having a lot of respect and reverence for the original tune. Um, I think when we heard that original Guybrush and Elaine, I think all of our imaginations really went wild. And we were hearing this really expressive uh, performance uh, just based on how good those, those melodies and I really love the second section when it goes yeah. back to this kind of like sad, right. nostalgic groove. That's the real theme, you know? Yeah, na, 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 right. Na, na, na. It's still very in love and very yearning, but it, we've yeah. talked about it before. It's kind of like Very that. recently. <laughs> he loves her, but he, he can't have her sort of a thing. And I like how they have the chamber strings feeling. In what the was that recent episode that we just talked about this? Do you remember what it was? Hmm. I can't remember, but it was, it was, it was recent. In any case, shall we move on? Sure. Man, we just keep playing all these special edition tracks back to back. It's crazy. We are going to go back to uh, some other versions. Don't worry. But we're going to play one more special edition version. This is Stan's Previously Used Ships. And this was a theme that was first um, composed for the CD version. So the original version of Monkey Island had absolute silence at Stan's. Uh, let's take a listen to Stan's Previously Used Ships. Thank you. 
You guys listening to Stan's previously used ships, very funky. Uh, I think one thing that's effective about this arrangement is it makes it feel more cohesive with the rest of the score. One thing that I that I experienced when I played the CD version is this track always seemed like an oddball, like it didn't necessarily fit the vibe of the rest of the score, which is why I think you might be onto something by thinking this was um, maybe not a Michael Land composition, but right. I think this arrangement kind of glues it all together. Well, and it's perfect for that character. You know, he's such a flashy, you know, used car salesman type, and yeah. the music really perfectly captures that. I think it does make it a little bit funnier. The silence in the original game was actually a little unnerving. I don't know about it you, was Carl, not but whenever fitting, I yeah. played... When I played the game with Stan, he's kind of creepy in the original game because yeah. it's silent and he's you know like what? looking at you. And that could have been a situation where maybe they wanted to have a theme and they just ran out of time because that is yearning sure. for some sort of silly theme. Um, and yeah, it's interesting that what we think of now is the Stan's theme that really came in the second game. You know, Peter McConnell. And that's a yeah, Peter McConnell edition. Right. Very weird polytonal. Let's go back to the CD version uh, for uh, another very silly theme. This is the Fettuccini Brothers. Uh, they own and operate a circus in Melee Island, and you have to go there uh, in order to get some money. They want to test out their cannon, and so uh, <laughs> you have to show them a helmet, which you just use a cooking pot, uh, <laughs> and you get in the cannon, and um, yeah, it's, it, it's classic. Let's take a listen to the Fettuccini Brothers. guys listening to the fettuccine brothers uh it's brilliant because there's still the reggae undertones here so it definitely ties it in with the rest of the score well what is what is that iconic carnival piece of music that dun, 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 dun. it's actually that military march we found out oh that's it what it was military march, military that, march. That, that chromatic thing which is so crazy i mean we just associate it with carnivals and why do you so think playful. that that theme became like the carnival theme I think because it's so chromatic that it it's just kind of inherently playful. I mean, the entire melody involves a chromatic scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of clowns. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Totally. Was it? I think that was that the theme they used in the Simpsons episode, The Clown College. <laughs> when yeah. Marge is like, "What are you talking about?" He's like imagining that everyone's singing that. In fact, actually, I think it was like a different. Um, it was like similar to this, but that might have been an original Alf Clausen. Oh, that's funny. Kind of composition. All right, we're gonna move on to this. Is actually one of my favorite themes from the game. Uh, it's kind of a little bit underrated, in my opinion. This is the theme. It's called the Journey. This is a part of the game when you finally assemble your crew and you're on the ship uh, heading out to Monkey Island and you find out that your crew is uh, really not what you thought they would be. Let's What's do- the text? <laughs> you you cursor over them and it's something like ne'er-do-wells or right. something. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's take a listen to The Journey.
God, I just love Michael Land so much. This theme is so good. It feels like he has kind of more gas in his tank from when he composed the the main theme. It just it it's so clear this is by the same composer. Has a lot of those same rhythms and ornamentations. Wonderful harmonies. It's the perfect uh, representation of this scene because it's a little bit. Uh, kind of this buzzkill, <laughs> like on purpose, you know, you right. spent so long getting your crew together and you're so excited for this this swashbuckling rescue mission. And then they're just like, they just want to suntan and just do no work at all. <laughs> and so there's kind of the sense of like frustration, but the reggae groove is, is still relaxing and you still are on the journey. You're still on the voyage. And so you can't really be too mad. And I just, I particularly like this part of the game on the ship. I think the puzzles are just so creative. Yeah, absolutely. God, I really want to play this game again. It's so good. Yeah, me and Joe <laughs> recently, uh, I was showing it to her. Like, she had never played any of these games. And so I was basically playing it, and she was kind of just watching, which is also, these games are so great for that. They're basically like a movie. <laughs> you know, if you just right. want to show someone the the funny dialogue and classic scenes, it's kind of a good way to do that. Well, for the most part, they're, they're pretty easy to, to play because you can't really die. The thing that makes it tricky for people that aren't accustomed to adventure some games tough puzzles there are some like almost actiony levels where it is execution based you know where it's like you have to follow closely or the thing mm-hmm. with the mug where you have to keep swishing it into the other mugs yeah. of grog and stuff yeah it's it's brilliant i mean i think for someone who had never really played adventure games they're going to have challenge figuring out some of the puzzles especially later on in the game um, but yeah it's not like you're not going to die it's not like life-threatening but it's it's challenging to um, you know, you know, not this most recent playthrough, but I remember, you know, because I'd probably replayed this game maybe like, I don't even know, maybe like nine, ten times by this point in my life. Um, but at previous replays, there's definitely been times when I've forgotten puzzles and I've literally been stuck. Like, I know I've done this, but I can't remember exactly right. how to, you know, how to get this to happen. Every time I play it, I try to resist looking it up. That one thing on Monkey Island with the flint and That's what always got me. That's kind of a tough puzzle. Let's move on to Monkey Island. So this is the map theme uh, of Monkey Island. It's very ambient. Um, This is another piece of music that I wouldn't be surprised if this was maybe uh, composed by uh, someone else because it doesn't necessarily sound like Michael Land's exact style, but it's possible. This is Monkey Island. guys listening to monkey island uh the map theme yeah and there is a little bit of mystery because um let's just looking up the credits of the original dos version and there are other people listed including this um patrick mundy uh i wouldn't be surprised if this was maybe uh 
a theme that so we actually have four composers we have barney jones michael land patrick mundy and andy newell i'm really not sure what their contributions were if they maybe assisted with the some of the implementation or the conversion um because i i was always you know i've always heard that that michael land was basically the sole composer i guess if i'm being honest i could imagine one of them doing the fettuccine brothers i could imagine stands i can imagine this monkey island i could imagine Mm -hmm. that track the cannibal village yeah we're about to do we're about to do that right now so that could be one of these other composers and yeah that that's why it would be so great to interview michael land someday because we could get to the bottom of it and figure out which themes were his and which themes were, were the other guys so let's take a listen to the cannibal village we're going to go back to the special edition version let's check it out You guys are listening to the cannibal village from the special edition of the secret of monkey island and yeah in listening to this um this this whole soundtrack there's definitely certain pieces of music where they do feel very different and feel like they could have been composed by by someone else this you know a lot of the monkey island music music when you're on this island is very ambient in of a very different style from the rest of the game. Right, and there are some tracks on the original soundtrack that say such and such ambient, and mm-hmm. it's basically just sound effects. So it's also possible that one of these people was responsible for those. That's true. And because they're on the soundtrack, you know, they maybe because I'm sure they all did, you know, sound effects and everything too. So it is hard to hard know. Hard to know who were the composers because I've always heard that Michael Land was I think the reality is it's pretty clear to know which are Michael's compositions it's just because of the work he did in later games right it's it's just some of these you know like like Monkey Island like the Cannibal Village some of those are a little bit up in the air like I'm not sure but you know things like LeChuck's theme theme things like Scumbar and the main theme like those those are so obviously Michael Land and they have been credited to him uh, officially as well so I think he probably wrote all those primary themes and then maybe they they realized that there is an opportunity for a couple more and they brought in uh, some of those some of those other I'm not sure if those other people were also in-house 
Lucas, because I know that this was actually Michael's first project at Lucas Arts. He like or Lucas Film back then, as it was known. He had like, gotten hired like this was yeah, literally the first game that he worked on, which is crazy. Totally. Um, all right, let's move on. Oh my gosh, this is one of my absolute favorites. We're gonna go to the Sound Blaster version for this. So, eventually on Monkey Island, uh, you find you find your way into the catacombs, and you 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 search throughout uh, this very mysterious underground cave system and, and you do find LeChuck's ghost ship and this is the theme that plays uh, when you enter the ship it's called the ghost ship shuffle guys are listening to the ghost ship shuffle such a classic piece of music one of my favorites from the whole score so much energy to it uh very demonic feels like it's in the same harmonic world as lechuk's theme uh just just a lot of just devious energy to it but it's also very playful and i think it it perfectly captures the vibe of this game like as soon as you see the ship you see there's these skeletons dancing and, and you know kind of like taking their their heads off and there's a lot of fun and a lot of uh, humor that this section of the game has, but obviously there's there's a creepy dark nature to it too, like because because you don't want to get caught by them. Right. And so I think it's just it's the perfect score for this. And the other thing, this is almost the only piece of well, maybe you could consider the scumbar, but this is almost like the only source music in the game because I think you actually see someone playing the violin. Oh, that's true. So it's kind of, and yeah, what's fun this about is actually, that is it they're partying. <laughs> yeah, when you go into the other rooms of the ship, you like hear that music kind of more quietly in the background and stuff, and it. It makes mm. it feel like, you know, it adds to the fact that that's you're true. sneaking onto this ghost ship and everything. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good point. I think that was probably one of the earliest times that effect was ever done in, in a video game. Uh, yeah, you're right, because then when, when you first go on and you make that sound and they see you, the music stops, doesn't it? Right, yeah. That's, that's really cool. All right, so we're approaching the end of the soundtrack. So at this point in the game, you've returned to Melee Island uh, to, to try to interrupt the wedding of Elaine and LeChuck. This is the organ prelude. And Will, are we playing this from the uh, special edition version? We are, because it's a real organ, I think. Very cool. Let's check out the organ prelude.
You know, it's fun um, now trying to think about what are some other themes that yeah, might have been composed by one of those other three gentlemen. I could see this also being another one, too. Um, it, it fits like a glove, and, it, and it's it's great in the game, but it doesn't necessarily scream Michael Land to me. Sure. It's just kind of a, this pastiche, isn't it? There's something about it, though, that I, I don't know. I'm still believing that it's Michael Land. Some of the chords and things, it reminds me a little bit of things that happened in Monkey Island 2 uh, towards the end of the game, like when you're at like, Chuck's Fortress and everything. I think it's hard when you have a piece like this that's a clear homage to something else that's already existed. Right. This is another piece of source music, though. Right. Like any of the pieces of music like... Um, Guybrush and Elaine like Scumbar that have that classic fusion that Michael Land sound uh, it's possible that uh, the other pieces like this that are very contrasting um, maybe maybe there's a more easy reason for why, why that is it's fun though I don't think we've ever played this on the podcast yeah and that's it's true very memorable to me very classic it's very tragic I love actually when I was a kid I used to just stay at the back of the church for a while and just listen to this um, yeah, even on that sound blaster, it conveyed a lot of emotion here. So, all right, let's move on to the last track uh, we'll discuss today. This is the closing themes, and we're going to play the version from the special edition. Um, so basically, it starts off, I think for the most part, this is just the, the Guybrush and Elaine, uh, that's kind of sad reggae theme. Some cool solos that happen on this version. Let's check it out. <laughs> guys are listening to the closing themes from the special edition secret of monkey island this is wonderful uh this is a, a lot longer than uh the original closing themes was and i believe there's still some more kind of improvisation that is to come on this track but yeah it's it's basically just the guybrush and elaine theme um and it happens over over the credits i think it was it was definitely the right choice for the game kind of again it it, it leaves you with that kind of melancholy tone uh of where you're like you're kind of disappointed but that's also kind of the point of the game like it's right. kind of making fun of the fact that you just played a game you know right that's kind of a tone that i feel like ron gilbert really loves mm-hmm. um but it's also this game probably has the most happy and fun ending because you kill LeChuck, that's true and then there are kind of fireworks in the sky yeah the second game has much darker ending guybrush and elaine right make some sort of joke about 
splitting a root beer or something. Yeah, I I actually love that tradition of how, at least for the first three Monkey Island games, like the endings are kind of this open-ended, uh, you know, it's, it's not like this happy feeling that you're, it's not like, you know, and they lived happily ever after. Like there's some other emotions there as well, some tension maybe. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Will, on, I'm mean, actually, you know what, we should just discuss this next week when we talk about Monkey Island 2 about what that ending means. The Monkey um, 2 ending. Yeah, we should maybe hold off on that discussion. I, I'm i really excited for Monkey Island 2. You know what? I always flip back and forth as far as like which score I like more. I feel like a lot of times my heart lies with Monkey 2, if I'm, if I'm brutally honest. Sure. I mean, there's so much more music and it's really great. Yeah, both those games are just genius, and I also love Curse of Monkey Island. It has outstanding music and out, you know, outstanding game. So we're gonna have even more to talk about. Uh, I have a feeling next week's episode will be a little bit more jam packed and maybe a little bit more <laughs> intense discussion. I feel like this was a very chilled, chilled out, <laughs> relaxed episode. Um, not a lot of music in this game. We pretty much played everything that <laughs> the game has, and. Uh, that was kind of more of par for the course back then when we think about the early 90s. Games didn't have three-hour scores. Yeah, there's a couple things we didn't play. There's some really short cues in the game. Like, there's one right. that I think was added in the CD version when Elaine is kidnapped. I think it's called The Governor Was Kidnapped. And it goes like, yeah, dun, dun, dun. It uses the pan flute and everything. Oh, yeah. Sort of yeah, didn't you, yeah, you said there was an unused... Because I, ne- I never really listen to that much but you said on the was that just the cd soundtrack there's also yeah q1 and q2 there's also an unused q that would be really curious to see if that was also it seems like it probably was composed by michael land it kind of sounds land-esque <laughs> um yeah, knows? all right so we're gonna play you guys out with um will do you want to describe what this is this is something that's just on the cd version of the soundtrack yes it was on yeah the soundtrack cd has something called monkey island rock remix which this is what it sounds (laughs) it's a rock remix of the main theme it's very retro sounding nowadays um (laughs) kind of charming yeah i think it's a little charming it has this sort of chorusy guitar tone and it's a good (laughs) presentation of a fantastic theme and it's a fun way to close out the episode we thought sounds good we'll look forward to next week and like we said guys we kind of just changed our mind originally we were going to just do one episode on both the games but we wanted to really let them have their time to shine we've had so many great spotlight episodes over the years and these games definitely deserve their time to shine as well so next week look forward to our spotlight on monkey island 2 lechuck's revenge really excited i'm already so glad that you you had that idea well i i i feel like we would have we we would have regret trying to condense everything into one episode so yeah good job on that uh idea oh i wanted to mention that on friday uh we posted that i actually have a new fm synth chiptune album that's going to be coming out later this month it's going to be coming out on june 22nd so if you're listening to this on day of release it's not going to be this coming friday but the following friday a new chiptune album of mine uh it's called high flyer so look forward to that uh i think that's just about it we're gonna play you guys out with this rock remix my name is carl brueggemann and i'm his brother will brueggemann have a great week everybody peace out Mm -hmm.